You're now tapping into a God for the People podcast. I'm your podcast pastor. Let the church say amen. Let's go. You are now tuning in to a God for the People podcast, where we provide truth unapologetically for a greater perspective to help a generation. I'm your man, 100 grand, your podcast pastor, Mr. Justin McLean, and I want to welcome you to episode one to kick off this season of a God for the People podcast, where every episode we want to answer questions, ideologies, and concepts and phrases to help you grow, develop, and think better and bigger in your walk with Jesus Christ. Today's episode, I got a question for you. It's a real simple question. Where you at? Where you at? This is not, I'm not trying to be in your business. I don't want you to tap in and think, mm, it's giving very much stalker. No, this is a figurative question, if you will. It's to ask you, where are you in your faith walk? Where are you? Have you ever had that question for yourself? Have you ever succinctly asked, where am I in my walk? I'm not talking if you are going to church mindlessly. Maybe you tapping into a few IG reels and a few TikTok things. No, I'm, I'm specifically asking, where are you in your faith? Have you drifted? Are you putting up a facade? Are you simply doing things and checking off a list? Have you drifted so far? I mean, you've gotten into a ship of your own and you are drifted to other shores, shores that do not push you towards Jesus, shores that pull you further away from the truth of the gospel. Have you drifted so much that your faith is now laying dormant on the inside of you? It's no longer active, no longer living and breathing. Where is it? And where are you? Because I do think that the better we understand where we are location-wise, it gives us a better help and journey to get where we need to be in life. And my journey in this episode on this platform is to help you grow closer and find yourself in Christ stronger, smarter, and growing deeper with him. So again, I pose the question, where are you? Just take a few moments, answer that question. Like be honest with yourself. Because as we get into what we're going to get into today, I want you to have a clear answer. Let's, let's think about what and how and why this question makes the most sense. You know why I asked where are you? Because when you really start to think about that, that may lean you towards different moments, different times in your life that may have you aligned with maybe an idea or a concept of suffering. Maybe you are so down. Maybe you are suffering, suffering uh, traumatically. Maybe it's something emotional or something physical that has caused you to drift. It's caused you to put your mind more on the suffering rather than the one who can actually help you through it. Maybe you're depressed. In this world that we live in, we cannot take our mental illness and the things that happen on the inside of our brains and in our spirits and in our hearts, we can't take that lightly. Because the more that we take it lightly, the more it weighs on us and it pushes us further down and away from what we once knew. Maybe you're just tired. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, you are tired. We have gone through a lot over the last four to five years in this world. And maybe it's to a point where you said, you know what, I need to take a pause from all things that are religious or faith-based. Maybe there's a level of skepticism. You've always doubted the truth of the scripture. You've always doubted whether Jesus was a historical person, whether these stories and these narratives of prolific biblical characters were just that. 
just characters, not real people? Is this God who's not seen but has been experienced? Is he a, a real thing? Maybe that's where you are. Maybe you've just exited the faith altogether. There's no level of doubt. You really don't even care to have the debate. You are like, man, I'm good. I got a good job. I don't got no, <laughs> no priors. <laughs> Nobody's looking for me. I'm straight. Or maybe there's a level of pain that you're experiencing. Relational, just traumatic issues that have come up in your life and have eroded the location that you once were. Maybe you're a pandemic saint. Shout out to all the pandemic saints out there. You get your church just enough. You at Pandemic Baptist. You at Pandemic Presbyterian. You at Bedside Church of God in Christ. Maybe that's where you are. Maybe your location is that you catch your church when you catch it because of the pandemic. It, it motivated you. It built up a muscle where you stopped in your tracks where you were going. And I'm not here to tell you that any of those reasons are bad. I'm not here to tell you that any of those reasons are why you tapped into this content to be judged. No, but I do want to help you. As your podcast pastor, I am but a supplement to what you should and where you should be, whether you're a part of a local church and a faith community or where, maybe you're making your way back or maybe you're not at all. You have an angst against the community of faith. Well, I am your podcast pastor, but I just want to be used to point you in the right direction. I want to have healthy conversation. I want to give you some things to think on, to deliberate with, and pray that as we work through the text, as we work through some of these conversations, that the Lord will begin to work on your heart and your mind and to help you see things differently because God is able to reach you in whatever location you're at. Whether you're up on the the hill because you got everything going good, your relationship is on point, your money is good, you got a lot of zeros in the bank, your job is pushing you ahead, and, and, and all things are well. Or maybe you're in the valley. Maybe you're down so low that you don't even think that the God of this Bible can reach you. But I got news for you. Uh, he's a God of the people, broken people and healthy people. He's, he's the God of the, the humble and the haughty. So he can reach way up on the hill and meet you where you're at, and he can get down in the valley with you and meet you where you're at. Location is not an excuse in this episode. I want, I want you to really think about where are you? Where have you been? What are some things that have happened? Maybe those things have happened sovereignly that God can use you and use that to bring you back towards him. Because it's possible. I know what you're thinking. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know that life disappointment, uh, you thought you were going to be further in life than where you are right now. You thought that the things you had planned and all of these dope things that you put together was supposed to push you forward. But in fact, it's actually brought you further back. The pandemic, you thought it was a blessing in disguise because you said, oh, this is going to give me more time to read my Bible. I ain't got to be around people. I don't like church folk, no way. But the funny thing is... The more you were at home, the less your Bible got open. The more you actually grew in some of your spiritual disciplines. You actually just accepted the things the way that they were. Maybe it's the, it's the work-life balance. You are so gung-ho about your job and you are thriving in so many ways. But yet and still, it's still not providing the substance. It's still not providing the level of peace and contentment. Because you're pushing further and trying to work those things out. And the further you go, the more you find yourself on another endless journey. Maybe it's in a relationship. 
You you were with someone or there was a friendship, there was a brotherhood, a sisterhood that broke you so bad that you exited, stage left, found a different location, a location that you thought would heal you from the process of what you were going through, but you're actually just lost, wandering to and fro. Maybe it's sin. Maybe it's some decisions you've made along the way that have caused the suffering. Maybe it's the guilt and shame of that sin that God has freed you from because of his forgiving and redemptive power, but you're still holding yourself to it. You're still struggling about those decisions and that brokenness. And I'm here to tell you right now, even in that place where you may be, God is able to reach you there. He's omnipotent. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere and he has the power and the ability to meet you where you are this is why i asked where where you at because once you find out where you at you can look up and get back to where you need to be it's like the prodigal son when he looked up and found where he was at the lowest of low spent all his money He's in the trough with animals eating and doing things that he would think is beneath him. He's so embarrassed that he, he felt like he couldn't go back to his father. But the truth of that, 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 that story is that once he realized where he was, it helped him get back to where he needed to be. And so the question I'm, I'm posing here is, is not to front you out. It ain't to expose you. It ain't to do none of that. It's really for us to have honest conversation. That those answers then lead to other questions that lead to other answers that can get us to where we need to be. I'm not only talking to those, I'm talking to you that are, that's, the doubt is so high. You secretly went to church all those years and you never really even cared. Yeah, you went to VBS, you sang, you probably led a few songs with the youth choir, but there was still a level of doubt on, on the inside of your heart. And you found yourself in a safe place where you don't have to deal with that doubt. You're so far removed from the faith-based world, the, the church, the faith community, that you don't have to deal with that doubt. It can be subsided. But deep down inside, you still have questions. And the God of the Bible has answers for those questions. And so where are you? Well, I think all of us have found ourselves in the same place. We were lost, and God is willing and able to find us. We were lost out in our own world trying to make ourselves into something, but it never panned out. And as your podcast pastor, I would be remiss if we had this great conversation, these great probing questions, but we didn't get to the book. We got to get to the book. We got to turn in the scriptures. Now, if we was at church, I'd tell you to stand for the reading of God's word. But the good news is you ain't got to stand. You can open that book. You can scan or scroll on your phone however you need to. But let's go to Hebrews. Let's go to Hebrews. I think it has something for us. Hebrews is in the New Testament. It is Hebrews chapter 2. And I just want to look at verse 1. That's all I want to look at. Verse 1. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1. Because I think wherever you are, this text, this small piece of God's inspired, infallible word can really help you. It can really remind you and spark a fire to return, to, to go back, to seek out that which God has for you. And I'm not here to tell you on God for the people. We ain't got, we ain't got no name it and claim it. We ain't got this your time, this your season. No, I just got facts. I want to give you facts that you can use to help build what God is trying to build in you for somebody else. Hebrews 2, chapter 1. We in the book right now. It says this, for this reason, we must pay 
closer attention to what we have heard so that we do not drift away from it. I think the big part of that text that really sticks out is it says, we must pay closer attention to what we have heard. Notice I asked you, where are you? You may be a, a, a believer that has faltered and, and fallen into a level of hot and cold. You may be a believer that is just dormant. You, you, the Lord is calling you to get back active, to get back dedicated. Or you may be tapping into this content and you have no concept, no idea of who Jesus is. And that's fine. You can be here for that. But what I want you to know is that it's telling us to pay closer attention to what we've heard. You see, in the book of Hebrews, uh, the writer of this book, which scholars and theologians debate, that's neither here nor there right now. But the writer of this book is writing to Judaic Christians. These are Hebrew uh, Jewish men and women who have followed the Mosaic law. They have followed the Torah and the Old Testament and been under this covenant of law and, and this new idea that Jesus has come to fulfill the law that we may be not absolved from following the law, but that we may be absolved from trying to make ourselves righteous from keeping all of these laws, that Jesus ratified that and satisfied it for us to walk with him and to be able to have the power of the Holy Spirit to walk anew each day. And so as they're walking through this, they're being uh, educated on how this covenant of grace, this, this gospel is impacting their lives. But for some of them, they are running into people who are causing them to go astray. They're causing them to fall back into an idea that your works is really what makes you right. And the writer of this book is saying, no, don't drift. Don't allow information that is that is null and void in this season and how God is using Jesus in this beautiful picture of the gospel redeeming broken people, don't allow that information to, 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 to get you to drift away from what you've learned. And what this message says to us, many of us have fallen into other things to change our location and our closeness to Christ. The writer is saying, pay attention to what you've heard. The things you've heard was true. The things that were taught to you, the gospel that was preached to you was true. Jesus came, he died on the cross so that you may have life and have it more abundantly, so that you may walk anew with the power of the Holy Spirit, that, that the brokenness that you thought, that you thought the works of your flesh, you thought that if you had a great job, you thought that if you had a lot of money, you thought that if you treated everybody right except those people that get on your nerves, you thought that if you got that college degree, you thought that if you had that relationship, you'd be right. You thought that you could do enough good things in your life and that, that there was this idea that I could move further away from God and figure this thing out on my own. It's saying, no, pay close attention, that you don't lose sight of what God has done through Jesus so that we will not do what? Drift away. I asked you where you were because sometimes the things we experience in life, the, the trauma, the pandemic, life's disappointment, the work life, the, the idea that uh, uh, white uh, people own the gospel and white supremacy has brought this, this deviled religion before us, all of this nuance and things can cause you to drift away. But the writer says, pay close attention. In order to pay close attention, you got to know where you are so you can get back to where you were. What happened? Who, who, who caused you to fall astray? Who caused you to lay dormant? Who caused you to drift to other shores of nothingness? Who caused you to look away from the Jesus that has looked at you and saved you for his purpose and his glory?
You got to answer that for yourself. But once you've answered that, the next thing is to say, pay close attention to what you've heard. If you've heard the gospel, if you've heard the message that Jesus came for broken people, that there was this, this gap, this hole that was in our hearts because of sin, and there was this broken relationship that we could not have with the holy God because we are unholy, because we cannot do things right, because we have evil in our hearts, because we have thought that the righteousness of our flesh, the works that we do with our hands, the ideas that we come up with our minds would actually grant us access to God. When in actuality, those things don't. They actually move you further away because God, the God the Father, could care less about what you do and what you have rather than who has you. So pay, a cl pay close attention to what has been said to you. Pay close attention to the gospel that's been preached to you, that Jesus went to Calvary and died for you. Not so that you could drift, not so that a pandemic could take you out of relationship with him and cause you to doubt. Not that your suffering would be in vain, not that your life's disappointment would be the sum total of what you were born here to do, not that the relationships you get in with other uh, people, whether it's through marriage or through dating or through friendships, would begin to take you away. No, 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 no. Pay attention to what you've heard. Pay attention to that God has sent his son to die a death on a cross for your sin so that your sin and the punishment for your sin could be satisfied and you have an opportunity to walk anew, that grace and mercy is new every morning. Pay attention to what you've heard. Where you are, the cross can meet you right where you are. And when you're met with that good news, it's important to pay close attention. It's, it's important to stay close to the information that changes the trajectory of your life. It changed the history for mankind. When Jesus comes to earth, when the second in the Trinity comes to earth in flesh, Emmanuel, God with us, it changes the course for all men, woman, boy, and girl. Because it, it now creates an opportunity to build a bridge to a destination that we would never have if it had he not come. I know. I get it. I want to look good. I want to, I want to have my drip going. I want to have my, my, my zeros in my account. I want to have status. I want to build something for myself. I want to build something for my children. But if we're not careful, those things will drift us away. And then we look up. And the very things that, that cause us to drift away will be the very things that cause us to suffer. Because we, we run into a dead end with that job. We, 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 we run into those barriers that happen in relationships and marriages. We run into issues that arise and my charge to you, every time you tap into this content, your podcast pastor is asking that you pay close attention to what you've heard, the gospel that has been preached to you, the message of hope and redemption that's found in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Pay close attention to that. Because as life happens, the things in life will cause you to drift away, cause you to be a ship out on the ocean with no direction. And then you look up 10 years down the road. You look up 20 years, 15 years. You don't know where you are. Yeah, you know where you are. You know where your house is. You got a nice car. You got money. But you don't know where you are. Yeah, you got a beautiful wife. Your husband is, is super handsome. Yeah, you got kids. Yeah, you got money. Yes, you got influence. But you don't know where you are. 
You keep amassing all of these things because you think that those things will bring you a level of righteousness before God or a level of morality with God. But it doesn't. It pushes you further away because the cross didn't come for you to amass and get things. It came so that you could be somebody and someone that God can use to bring other people out of, out of their lost and found locations. That the lost people of the world, the broken people of the world, can be found by a holy God. So again, I ask you, where are you? The question is, maybe you're saying, hey, listen, I, you're right, podcast pastor. I need to get back to what I've done. I need to get back to my study. I need to get back to some of these things. The question now becomes, how do you move in the right direction when you find out where you are? So you don't drift again. How do you move in those directions? Here's a, here's a few things, a few pointers, if you will. Get back in that right direction. One thing you got to be doing is praying consistently. I don't care if you haven't read your Bible in six months, three years, ten years. If you haven't been in your local church or been connected with the people of faith for the last ten years. I told you about the prodigal son. Right there in this moment, there's prayer that's available to communicate to God. To say, Lord, I, I, I've drifted, Lord. I don't know where I'm at. I'm off of wherever. And the Lord will hear you. Because he's faithful and he's long-suffering even when we are unfaithful. Prayer, speaking to God and letting him know your, your disdainment, your frustration, your anger. Whatever excuses you want to bring to the table, he's able to hear. And those prayers then need to lead us to what I did today. We got to get in the book. You got to open this good book. You, you got to crack open the scriptures to begin to read again, you have to study again. You have to do the research again. Maybe you're saying, well, I, I can pray, but I don't really be knowing where to read my Bible. Last time I read, I was, I was in Genesis. That's fine. Here's two good books. Two good books that you could be looking into and reading. Romans and Galatians. Romans and Galatians are, are two really good books, not hard reads. It ain't got the whole bunch of these and thous and it begets. It gets to some New Testament information that can help spark some mindsets and concepts in your heart that the Holy Spirit can then use to lead you further into the scripture. Next thing, I know y'all don't want to hear this. I know y'all good. You say pray, I got it. I could do that. I got my, I'll download the Bible app. Give me some prayers going. You feel what I'm saying? Pray a few in the car on the way to work. You said read. I'll do that. I'll do some assigned reading on my Bible app because, you know, I'm technical with it. That's good. But we, we can't forget about community. Now, I'm going to say something. This may sound crazy, but you need to find you a healthy church. Not a perfect church. Not a church with bells and whistles. Not a church with 2,000 members. No, a healthy church. Broken people that's working together to help each other through accountability, through prayer, through love, through faithfulness, through hopefulness, and through digging in the scriptures. These are churches where you find discipleship groups, small groups, prayer groups, other men of your age that's walking the same life, that's dealing with the same things you're dealing with. You need it because ultimately, when we ask you where you're at, you always look up by yourself. That's where the prodigal son looked up. He looked up in... He was like, where am I? Where have I found myself? And all of those things that I just mentioned, the prayers that we should be praying right now at the close of this episode, the, the scripture study and reading that we should be doing to learn and know our Jesus and know our faith better, 
the healthy church that we should be in helps us do this main thing, kill isolation. Kill it. Just forget about this. It's me against the world. For what? <laughs> You're going to lose. <laughs> no, let's, let's get... Let's get into being connected to people so that way when we feel ourselves drifting, they can reel us back in as good brothers and sisters in the faith. They can tug our shoulders. They can call us. They can come by the crib. They can see us at church when burdens are bearing us down. Pay attention to what you have heard so you don't drift. Don't allow the things of this world to cause you to drift and cause you to ask a question, where are you at? Now, you know, with every episode, we're going to dig deep in the scriptures. We're going to have great conversation, but we got to end in prayer. I don't want to tell you something that I'm not willing to do. So as we close out episode one, where are you at? I want you to answer that question faithfully and honestly. But I also want you to spend some time in prayer. Let's bow our heads. Now, it's a precursor. If you're driving or if you're listening in your car, you at work, don't get in trouble on behalf of your podcast pastor. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you right now, God, just for this time of conversation. I pray, Lord, that the things that you've allowed me to say, the words, the scriptures, would dig into the hearts of those that are listening, that may be viewing online, seeing this on a computer screen or a phone screen. God, wherever they may be, whatever location they found themselves at, God, we pray right now that you would allow them to look up and see that they're not too far from you. We ask all of these things. Your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, next time, till I see y'all, y'all keep it going and keep living for the Lord. you now tapping into a God for the People podcast. I'm your podcast pastor. Let the church say amen. Let's go. Let's go.